welcome to Leveraging Leadership, where we unpack the art of business leadership. I'm your host, Emily Sander, Chief of Staff turned Executive Leadership Coach. In this series, we dive into the role of Chief of Staff, exploring how it can be a game changer and pivotal player on your leadership team. You'll get a backstage pass and learn about the different aspects of the role and what it takes to excel in it. We'll hear from some incredible guests who have firsthand experience serving as chief of staff or collaborating with one on their team. And don't forget, the chief of staff isn't just a title or person. It represents a leadership philosophy. Leveraging leadership is all about finding your points of greatest influence and leveraging them to better serve those around you. Leveraging leadership is all about finding your points of greatest influence and leveraging them to better serve those around you. All right, this first solo episode is about what is the chief of staff? And really quick note on these solo episodes, my intention is to keep them short. So make them brief, bite-sized chunk of information, and you're on your way. I know you're busy, I know you're running around, and the last thing you need is to listen to Emily ramble for 40 or 50 minutes. So I'm going to spare you that. These will be, these will be short. So what is a chief of staff? The chief of staff is an executive leader and one of the most dynamic roles in business. That first part, an executive leader, that helps people place the role within an organization. So a chief of staff is part of the C-suite, and, or I would make a strong argument they are part of the C-suite. So right along the COO, CTO, CRO, all those other folks, a COS is there on that same level, and everyone is reporting into the CEO. So they are that executive leader. They are that strategic thinker and decision maker at the company. The second part of the sentence is the most dynamic role in business. So what makes that dynamic? All right, so this is going to be a, an answer you hear a lot. It depends. I am not trying to upset you or frustrate you. I'm not trying to dodge the question or give a coy answer. It literally just depends sometimes. So here are some of the things that it could depend on. Um, it could be in company A and company B, you have two chiefs of staff. And they're doing very different things, wildly different things, but they're both good at their job and they're both doing what the team or company needs at that point. And so it's dynamic in that sense. It could also be dynamic over a period of time. So what you're doing in the chief of staff role at month six of a company, so a company is brand new, six months old, and what you're doing at that same company six years later at year six is wildly different. So it changes over time. That role is dynamic. It evolves and it, it becomes something else. It also depends on who you have in that, in that leadership team. So who is your principal? What is their background? What are their strengths? What are their development areas? When you look at the executive leadership team as a whole, as a group, what are we good at? You know, what are we not so good at? Where can a chief of staff help fill some gaps or just enhance that overall team? So that's another way it can be dynamic. Um, and then th the final point I'd make here is, is if you compare this to other types of roles, let's say an accountant. So an accountant is much more structured. They have generally applied principles they have to adhere to. There are certain ways they have to report information, especially if a company is public, and they have just a standards and accuracy levels they have to hit to be a good accountant. And that's very different than a chief of staff. So how you measure a chief of staff success is very different, and that's what makes them 
uh, dynamic. So all those facets, all those factors go into making this a dynamic role. Okay, so what's helpful in explaining the chief of staff is using some analogies. So people love analogies because it compares it to something they're familiar with, and it just helps them um, place that and give them context. So here are some helpful analogies that you can use, or you can come up with your own that makes sense to you or makes sense to your audience or listener. The first analogy I love is the plastic thing on top of soda cans. So if you go to the store and you buy a six pack of soda, you're going to find that plastic thing on top and it holds all the cans together, just like a chief of staff holds all the leadership team together. The plastic thing is bendy. It's flexible. It's malleable. It moves in the same way a chief of staff has to be flexible and adaptable and apply situational leadership as scenarios arise. So plastic thing on top of cans of soda and chief of staff. The second analogy is an air traffic controller, and I love this one. So air traffic controller is in that big tower at the airport, and it's those people with the headsets and the binoculars, and they're coordinating everything to do with that airport. They are coordinating the planes. They're talking to the pilots. They're talking to the ground crew. They're communicating with the airlines. They're talking to the weather people, and they're making sure that overall airport runs well. Planes have to take off at the right one runway. Planes have to land at the right time. They have to go to the right gate. They have to get fueled up. There might be a storm, and so the weather impacts everything. We have to ground the planes for two hours and reschedule things. You might have an emergency landing. So all of these things are taking place, right? And the air traffic controller has to design that system and has to coordinate those key pieces, just like a chief of staff is overseeing the, over, the company and coordinating all those pieces across the company. An air traffic controller doesn't own the airport. They don't own the planes, right? So a chief of staff doesn't own the company. They don't own the leadership team or aren't in charge of the leadership team, but they're critical in bringing that infrastructure together and making sure all of those pieces and components work seamlessly together. So air traffic controller and chief of staff. The next one is a Swiss army knife. So this speaks to the versatility of the role and the fact that one, one day a chief of staff can be working with accounting. The next day it can be working with product development. The next day it can be working with the M&A team and then it can be working with marketing and working on a campaign. And so at all these different places, a chief of staff will have a role, but they have to pull out a different blade or use different skill sets or be in a different, uh, using different tools or equipment. So a chief of staff and a Swiss army knife. Next analogy is a SWAT team. So send in the SWAT team, send in the COS. So a SWAT team speaks to the, if you just need something done, just go in and do it. You send in your SWAT team, you send in your chief of staff. So they will storm the castle, they will rescue the hostage, they will make sure that stuff happens on the ground. So you send in your SWAT team, you send in the chief of staff. The last one here is consigliere. So the consigliere is a reference to the movie, The Godfather. And that's actually what my principal referred to me as. So the, in The Godfather, you have this trusted advisor, this confidant, this someone that's always got your back and is your right-hand partner. And so in the same way, a chief of staff is that trusted confidant. 
um, the person who will speak truth to power, but also be listening and observing to different situations and debriefing with the CEO on what they're seeing and what's happening. Okay, so we have the six-pack ring or the plastic thing on top of six-pack of soda. We've got the air traffic controller. We have a Swiss Army knife. We have a SWAT team. And we have the consigliere. So if any of those, you know, pick one that helps you explain the chief of staff or just understand it yourself. And then if you can think of another analogy that you think works well or think would resonate with your audience, then you can have a think about that. But that's your takeaway. So pick an analogy or think through an example that would be helpful and easy for people to understand. All right. Thank you very much. I will see you next week on Leveraging Leadership. If you enjoyed today's episode, please like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. 